I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, What's up, Savage Boss Babes and Dudes? It's Diana inside the Savage Studio once again with another episode of the Savage Podcast. This time, I've got in the studio with me another coffee uh, boss babe. We've got Adriana. She's the owner of Southbound Coffee. Welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's your day off, um, and I'm so grateful for you to be here and to have this opportunity to share your story. And, um, there's also something that I want to say to you and I'm, and, uh, I'm going to wait a little bit later in, in the episode to, to say it to you, but I'm really excited that you're here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited too. I love to talk honestly. So I'm just like, yes. And, um, yeah, thank you for inviting me. I'm, I'm really excited. Tell me about yourself. Where are you from? And what were you doing before you started Southbound Coffee? Cool. So, um, I am originally from Nuevo Laredo, Mexico. I was born there, um, but I've been raised in San Antonio my whole life. Um, my parents came from Mexico too, so they came to the U.S. They brought me here. They brought my older brother. So um, it's always so weird because I was born in Mexico, but I'm very Americanized. Yeah. Like sometimes my Spanish isn't perfect, and I'm like, oh man. But um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm from, where I grew grew up um, what part of town did you grow up we on we grew up over by woodlawn so kind of on the like the west side of san antonio okay um i went to jefferson high school what's up so. jefferson high school what, what? <laughs> <laughs> what was your childhood like growing up uh in san antonio um, and coming from mexico oh man it was just very typical just very traditional my parents are just traditional Hispanics. Um, my first language was Spanish. Um, once I was in school, I was like fully immersed into like American culture and I was right away put in like English speaking classes. Yeah. So I did you struggle at all? No, not at all. Like I picked up on it so fast and I think that's why my accent went away. Like I sound like this, uh-huh. <laughs> which I'm always like embarrassed about because I'm like, man, I wish I still had like a Spanish accent, but <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> but no, it was cool. Like, like, I only have brothers. I have an older brother. I have a younger brother. Um, so I've always been very, like, tough, I guess, just because my mom's real tough. My dad is very much uh, not the type to have, like, gender roles in uh-huh. our family. It was like, hey, like, yes, you're a girl, but you're going to go cut the grass. Like, yes, you're a girl, but let me go show you how to fix this car. Really? Like, yeah. So it was it was cool. Like, growing there was up, no princess treatment there. There wasn't. No. So I think I grew up very like with my brothers, with my dad. Like, I was just very tough. And I was like, OK, like, I've never had any sisters, so I don't know what that's like. But it was, it's been cool. Um, we were just a traditional like Hispanic family. Growing up, did your parents, uh, did they influence you in any way to entrepreneurship or to be, uh, being your own boss, to having your own business? Um, I think they always encouraged it, but coming from Mexico, I think they just really wanted me to succeed in anything that I was passionate about. So they always encouraged like my hobbies, of course, school, which school was always like a weird thing because my parents only finished like 
I think they have like a second or third grade education. So they always like pushed it. They were like, you know, echale ganas, mija, like echale ganas. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. Like, it's just that kind of like first generation mentality of like, hey, my parents brought me to this country. Like, I really want to make them proud. Um, there was a few moments growing up or like even in my 20s where I really like messed up. But they were like, you know, just keep going, just keep going. And so was your mentality of... Uh, getting yourself through school, getting yourself through college and getting yourself a degree. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't really about being a business owner oh, no, at no, that time. No, never. I never had the, it, like the whole coffee thing was just very impulsive. But like growing up, I just, I had a lot of different hobbies and I knew that I liked doing stuff like hands-on, but I actually put myself through school. I have a degree in communications and journalism. So I did like the photography, the writing. I actually wanted it to be like a, a news reporter. Like that was my whole thing. But okay. um, I don't Did know. you get into it at all? I did, actually. I did a bunch of internships. Um, I was editor of my school newspaper. I went off to Texas State, and I was a reporter on the school newspaper there. So I just I did a lot of communication stuff. Yeah, I was on the radio for a little bit at... Uh, Here San in San Antonio? Anto at San Antonio College. You know oh, how they okay. have a 90.1? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we did that for a little bit. That was a lot of fun, but... I don't know, that that was kind of the route that I was taking originally. Um, but when I finished my degree, um, I so I always worked as a waitress. Like I've been in the service industry since I was like 18. I worked as a cashier. I was a hostess. I was a waitress. I did some bartending. And it's so funny because I actually hated it. Like I hated the service industry. Really? I was just like, this is awful. People don't respect me. I'm just like... <laughs> Like I, I was just like in the service industry, but yeah. it was just like it's it was just to get you through, to yeah, get you by. Yeah, absolutely. But now as a business owner, I have come to just be so grateful for that whole experience because it really taught me how to communicate with people, how to relate to people and just how to build connections um, based off of like the way that you treat others. And I'm just like, man, like it's just so funny how life happens. Like I was a waitress for so long and I just learned how to chit chat and how to like make people laugh and like crack jokes. And it was like, Oh, like now as a business owner, I'm like, I get it. Like you build these connections with people and you remember their name, you remember their drinks, their orders. And every time they wait, like they walk up, it's like, hey, what's up? Like, welcome back. Or yeah. like, and it's just like, it makes them feel special. And yeah. I, I genuinely like, I enjoy it so much. And I attribute that a lot to my time as a waitress. Yeah. So from cashiering, waitressing tables, then communications, mm -hmm. how did Southbound come about? I mean, how did, how did your business, did you even have the, the idea of how to start it or, or how did that come about? So Southbound started as a very, very, very impulsive idea. Um, what happened was I was working as a waitress and um, well, I was working downtown and long story short, I had a, an accident. Like I was, I used to drive this like little moped and um, I had an accident. I was like sideswiped by a car. So I was out of work for maybe like two, three months. And in that time I was just home recovering and me like just reading the newspaper I was just like bored at home and I came across an article I can't remember what newspaper it was it might have been like the New York Times or something but it was like this little like write-up about um the coffee industry uh -huh. and how it was like a booming business or like 
how so many people were getting into it. And I was just like browsing through it. And me, like I was just, I'm very impulsive. And like, I brought it up to my partner at the time. And I was like, what if we opened up a coffee trailer? And he was just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, yeah, like, let me do the math. Let me do some numbers. Let me see. Let me investigate and see like what kind of money we would need to kind of like start this up. And sure enough, like within a month or two, like we purchased a trailer on Craigslist. Like it's which is the one that I have now. Uh Like it was just like busted. And it was like, I don't know. It was impulsive. It was a fixer upper. It was a fixer-upper, I mean, but I haven't even really fixed it. Like, I just painted, I put a little pink paint over it, and I was like, it's done. I was like, let's open up, let's sell some coffee. And, uh, yeah, I was super impulsive. Like, I've never worked in business. I've never worked in coffee. Um, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Like, from one month to the next, I opened up, and I was like, as I was open, I was teaching myself to make coffee. Like, I was like, here's your coffee. Really? (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I did it right, but I hope you like it. (laughs) Come Come back. back and see me. (laughs) But I think what helped me more was just like my personality. I was just like, I I think from the very beginning, I was just like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't know what I'm doing, but I hope y'all like it. (laughs) And I don't know. Sure enough, people kept coming back. Did you have that uh, (laughs) fake it until you make it? I think so. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing, but I like this. Like, it's fun. Like, and honestly, in the beginning, like, we were not making money. Like, I was making $10, $15 a day, but I was like, this is fun. <laughs> Which is essential mm-hmm. when you're wanting to start a business. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, when I was, when I first started the business, it was more of like a part-time thing. It was more like a hobby. I like telling everybody, like I was playing coffee shop. Like I would go and I was like, Ooh, this is fun. Let me make some coffee or whatever. But I was still working two other jobs. Like I was still working as my, my waitressing job. Cause I ended up going back and then I was working some like retail job in the evening and like my partner and I would like split up days and I don't know, somehow we made it work. But like I said, we were making like 10, 10 bucks a day. We were watching movies the whole time in there. <laughs> And we weren't really worried about it because it was just like, oh, like, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And we just kind of stuck around. Yeah. (laughs) So you start doing your your research, right? Okay, so you you buy this trailer. Mm -hmm. And then how do you go about getting your equipment or or starting to learn how to Mm -hmm. make coffee or what? Like, how do you even start? Where do you start? Well, for me, what happened was we bought this trailer. Um, but it was previously functioning as a coffee trailer. So the guy like sold it as it was, he was like, it comes with the espresso machine. We had some like tiny little grinder. It had some fridges and like the trailer itself. So if I wanted to, I could have opened up the next day and you know, I would have been fully equipped. Okay. Um, but I took some time to just kind of paint it and then kind of like fix it up. But basically I'm just 100% self-taught. Like I read a lot. I watched a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Instagram videos, and it was just trial and error. It was just kind of like looking how to, you know, properly extract espresso, how to properly um, steam the milk and, you know, really just coming up with the brand. Like, I think that was my biggest thing was just like, who am I? What am I? And what do I want to present my business as? And how did you decide all of that? How did you decide what my brand is going to be and how I'm going to go about 
<laughs> making my creations. How did that yeah. even start? Well, I think it's really just a reflection of myself. Like I think my business is exactly what I want to present. Like I, I know who my customer base is. It's, it's mainly Latinas. Like that's the type of people that I attract because that's who I am. Like I'm Latina and I had these flavors in mind that I was like, you know what? I don't think a lot of other coffee shops, I know Starbucks isn't doing this for sure. So I was just like, you know, I like this. I think other, you know, people like me would like this, but, um, and then of course the trailer was pink. So I was just like, it's all about women and empowering women and just kind of having that like feminine touch in my business, which I think is a reflection of myself and my business. Um, so that's kind of where the idea came from was just, um, like if I wanted to go to a coffee shop, like which one would I go to? Like, I think I'd want to go to this pink one that has this like really great horchata coffee, you know, like that's yeah. just the type of like place that I would see myself at. So that's what I wanted to present. So you've done the research, you've bought the trailer, You've watched all these YouTube videos and you're about ready to start. Mm -hmm. Were, was there a challenge or, or was there several challenges getting to that point where you're like, okay, let's open up the window and start selling? Yeah, absolutely. It was just um, my biggest challenge was just my self-confidence because, again, I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I was the hardest thing was looking at other businesses and seeing what they were doing and just kind of knowing that I wasn't anywhere near there. And I was, I'll were you intimidated by that? Very much so. Yeah. Especially as a woman in business, a woman in the coffee business and a woman who knows nothing about business. I was just like, I was very intimidated and I was just kind of in the beginning, like that whole first year, I honestly just kind of kept to myself. I didn't really like put myself out there the way that I do now. Like in the beginning, I was just kind of like not, I didn't really know how to use social media either. I was just like posting pictures, like they weren't good. And yeah, I, I just, it wasn't, I never went through any sort of like business consulting, like nothing. I just put myself out there, but not the way that I do now. How did you overcome that challenge of being a little timid, a little shy and not wanting to put yourself out like that? Well, what happened was, um, my partner and I split up like six months into opening the business. And, um, what happened was the pandemic happened too. So it was, losing my partner it was losing my jobs because I was working as a waitress I lost my job because of the pandemic um I lost my home because I had to move back in with my parents because I wasn't with my partner anymore so it was just a very low place in my life like basically losing everything and it was all happening at almost at the same time almost, at the exact same time like the business wasn't making any money like I lost my jobs I moved back home anyways it was just a very low moment in my life what happened so that you could move forward how did you pull yourself out of that situation I think I just had to remind myself who I was I was just like Adriana like you've overcome so many other things and like I'm going to start crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But um, I don't know. It was just kind of like reminding yourself like that. 
shit happens. Yeah, shit happens. (laughs) And it's like, man, like it was so tough and it was so hard and like mentally, emotionally, financially tough. But my family, like they just, they supported me and they said like, they were like, you know what, Mija, like this is what you have. Like you, you just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Like, so I kind of took some time to myself and then of course like the pandemic was happening and then um I don't know I just I I refocused and I like kind of focused on myself and my business and it was kind of like you know what like what else are you gonna do like you can't go back to your waitressing job like you have this business and you got to make it work so like that time I took to just um just refocus. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked on myself. I worked on my business. And what happened was I was just like, I was, I was looking at other businesses that I was inspired by and I kind of took notes and I kind of mimicked everything that they were doing. But of course, like with my own touch and ever since then, like once I reopened, I was like, you know what? Like I feel more confident in myself and my product and in my business. And I'm just going to put myself out there. So like, I like came up with new recipes. I started making merchandise. I started advertising and doing marketing. And once I did that, like it just started to like snowball into something. And, you know, I kept seeing more repeat customers and I don't know, like people just really my customers really just seeing them and like like their faces and And they know who you are. Yes. And and it was just like, what? Like, y'all don't know, like the stuff that I've been through, but like (laughs) y'all are just hyping me up over here and y'all make (laughs) me feel so good. And like, y'all love this coffee. And I'm literally like, dude, it's just coffee. But sometimes it's, it's more than just coffee. It's really like the relationships that you build with these people and like seeing them being so like hype and so excited and like reposting my business. And I'm just like, yeah, like we got this. So that's, that's kind of how I pulled myself out of there. (laughs) And you know what? It's, it's interesting that you, that you brought up, oh, I got more into the marketing side of my business Mm -hmm. because I'm sure that communications is, is part marketing too. Mm -hmm. So it all falls into place. You know, you, you mentioned, uh, waitressing tables and cashiering. Yeah. That gave you a certain skill set that you Mm -hmm. needed to run your business. Communications and being in that industry also gave you another set of, of skills that you needed for your business. How long have you been in business? Um, in April will be three years. Okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that might be listening maybe for the first time, maybe, uh, on, on repeated occasions who have an idea, who have this, this, uh, what they would label as a crazy thought and, and want to go for it, but they're like, I don't know if I should, should I, should I not? But what if, but I don't have, but I don't know. Can you tell us what that first year of business was like just so that because a lot of people might think oh yeah it's really it's it's probably going to be hard I'm probably not going to be able to do it but there's a lot of people who are like oh yeah I'm going to jump into it and business is going to be popping and I'm going to make so much money and and all this and that but can you give us your perspective what was that first year or maybe what was you know and and what was different from the first year to the second year or to the third year yeah um that first year was so tough but I'm so grateful that it happened the way that it did because like I mentioned earlier, we were making $10 a day. And when I say $10 a day, I I mean it like we'd get two people a day, but I made sure that every 
customer that came by had a great experience. Um, so I would say like it was it was very tough, but I loved it. Like I enjoyed it and I had fun doing what I did. So for somebody who is interested or is thinking like, oh, it's going to be easy. Like, no, it's not easy. Like you're more than likely not going to make a whole lot of money um, until you really build up that customer base. Um but if you truly enjoy it and you like take pride in it and you just have fun with what you're doing, I think it's definitely worth it once you start seeing like the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, so compared to the second year, like once I felt more comfortable and more confident in myself and in my product, um, I noticed a huge difference. Like it went from making $10 to like, man, we were making like, I mean, we were getting like, a hundred people a day and it was just like what like this is crazy and I remember like the first time that we sold out of everything like (laughs) my niece and I like she was helping me at the time and like I just broke down crying because it was just like like how did it go from where we were in the beginning to where we are now and it's just like wow like to sell out like it's just it was such a like that's the greatest joy that you can have probably as a small business owner (laughs) like it was just like what like we cried like we were laughing we were just like man it was just so much fun and we were just like so grateful to everybody that came by like we were busy and it was a mess but it was just like it was the greatest feeling like it really was. So now I'm going to take a moment to to jump in uh-huh. and, and uh, <laughs> make that comment that I told you in the beginning that I wanted to make. Because so for those of you who don't know, when I met Adriana, I had recently been laid off due to the pandemic from mm-hmm. my job. Mm-hmm. So I decided to uh, my husband did video and photography. I had my background in communications and in radio and TV. And I was like, you know what? We go out um, on the weekends. I mean, this was when the pandemic uh, had first hit. So, uh, restaurants and stuff weren't, Mm -hmm. you know, open for people to go out. And we started, uh, going to visit food trucks Mm because food trucks were popping up everywhere. Exactly. So that was the the safe way to go out and eat. So Mm -hmm. we're like, you know what? Um, my, my, uh, my husband does video. I could, you know, just vlog, just, just talk about our experiences going out to eat at whatever food truck or whatever business. Um, and it's going to give me something to do, you know, and take my mind off of my woes and worries. And, um, and it's going to support local businesses, which is what, what my goal has been my entire life. My, my entire career that I've been working was always to help others, to, to find a way to support others. So I'm like, okay, so let's start doing this. So I, I'm not sure where it must've been on Instagram, but somebody featured you. And and they were talking about these really cool Mexican inspired coffee drinks. And I'm a huge coffee drinker. I've always been a coffee drinker. But um, because I went down the communications route, I never paid attention. It was like it was a crazy idea. Oh, you know, it'd be so cool to have my own coffee spot. Mm-hmm. But um, so I never paid any attention. But when I saw that that article, um, I was like, oh, my gosh, that is so cool. I've never heard of of these types of, of coffee. So I would totally want to go try it out. So I started following you on Instagram and then um, I built up the courage to send you a message. And I'm like, hey, I think your concept is so cool. Um, I'm, I'm doing these uh, these vlogs just to support local businesses. 
um, d- would you mind me coming out and, and, and doing an episode with you? And, and sure enough, she responded and it was like, yeah, yeah, that's totally cool. So that's how we met. And um, at that moment, I had no idea what you were going through because I'm not sure at what uh, uh, moment in, in this whole journey that you've told us about, I met you, but mm-hmm. what had already happened or what was going to happen. But um, without knowing what you had been through or what you were going through, I came to uh, Adriana's spot and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Like I was mind blown. Seriously. I mean, I don't know where, what you were going through, uh-huh. but I, what I want you to to um, understand is that you inspired me like you have no idea. Like you, I, I thought it was the coolest thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is selling coffee out of a freaking trailer. How cool is that? <laughs> like, it doesn't have to be anything big and fancy. It doesn't have to cost you a ton of money. It's a really cute trailer that she has put, that you can tell she's put her heart and soul in. And she's created like these bomb coffees, like <laughs> creations that you can't get anywhere else. I left that uh, recording that we did mm-hmm. super inspired. And, mm-hmm. and I just want to let you know that I don't know what, what you were going through at that moment, what you had been through. I mean, we did talk a little bit and, and you did tell me a little bit about your story, but whatever it was that you were going through, you inspired me. <laughs> you motivated me. Like I was, I wow. was so, it was so cool to me. I was the mm-hmm. coolest thing I had ever seen in my world, in my entire life. Aww. So, uh, long, long story short after that. So I left thinking that was just the coolest thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then later down the road, continuing to do those vlogs. Cause I did end up doing like 16 episodes. We met the people who sold us the trailer mm-hmm. who, um, they were like, yeah, we have, we know these people who bought this, this trailer and they only worked it a couple of weeks and it was way too much for them. And now they want to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. So we're like, um, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, so my mom who is also very impulsive. Uh-huh. She was like, okay, yeah, I want it. So she bought the trailer (laughs) and then she just turns around and she told me okay um i don't know nothing about no permits no nothing like that so you need to i have the trailer so you need to get it running and i was just like i don't cook first of all (laughs) i i I cook to survive that's what i do so i that's all i do so then i it flashback Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my gosh maybe i could sell coffee out of this trailer so that's how my business was born thanks to your inspiration that is (laughs) and i haven't had the chance to say thank you but Mm -hmm. i do want to say it to you Mm -hmm. i have you here with me and i just i really do want to say thank you because you did really inspire i mean savage coffee (laughs) is inspired by you wow (laughs) i'm so flattered honestly like i don't even know what to say like and i mean what do i say (laughs) i just i want i want you to really um to really take away from this and Mm -hmm. to anybody who's listening to us that sometimes you might be at your lowest. You might have gone through really rough situations and you still have the power to inspire somebody else, which is what, what happened here. I mean, you, you didn't know and now, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, um, it, it, and, and that just goes to show how we should always try to, to be our best and try to keep that mentality that no matter what we're going through in life, helping others, serving others is always going to pay back. It's always going to pay back and it's always going to come back to you. And it's going to come back to you in blessings. Yeah. It seriously is. 
It's amazing. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to think that, yeah, like I was at a very low point, but I just, I, I loved, and I loved our whole like experience there too. Cause I, I remember you coming by and you were dressed like so nice. And I was like, Oh my gosh, she's coming to like my little broken down trailer. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was so cool. And then I saw the video and it was so cool. Like y'all had a drone and like, it was really fun. And you know what? Sometimes that you mentioned right now, oh, um, she came dressed really nice in the video and stuff like that. And <laughs> I, I wanted to go back because sometimes that's a big crutch that we hinder ourselves. Oh, I'm not, oh, I'm not good enough or stuff like mm-hmm. that. And when in reality, I, I'm telling you, I thought you were the coolest thing oh ever. Goodness. I thought your trailer was the coolest trailer I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. And I think it was like at that point, again, it was just like my self-confidence was just like, oh my gosh, like people want to come and do stories and like interviews. And I'm just like, what is going on? And I think it was, again, like I just wasn't very confident in my product and in myself. But hearing you say that now, I'm just like, wow, like to think that I was at this point point and to be able to inspire another woman in business is just like it's a great feeling and I, I'm glad and I'm very happy for you and your business <laughs> because it's so much fun and I'm like everybody open a business yeah everybody like it is so much fun so I'm very happy thank you for so telling me that <laughs> you mentioned that social media was not a biggie for you in the beginning, no, I had no idea how to use it, which is so dumb because like I said, I have a degree in communications and you would think that it would have like snapped in the beginning, but I just didn't know what I was doing. And it wasn't until like later after I had like taken myself out of this like rut that I was in that I really like went full throttle in the social media and it made a huge difference. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I found out about you. I, I mm-hmm. can't remember what the article was or who had featured but somebody featured you and and I mean and that's how it that's how it gets out nowadays Mm -hmm. yeah for sure through social media and it's again I went back to like my like my communications like experience and I started taking better photos I started to like you know really set up my my drinks in a way and try to do like just different techniques. I was actually editing my photos. And, you know, when I started doing those little details, like I, it made a huge difference using the hashtags, Mm -hmm. like all of that stuff. Like that's really the way that like people find you is using the right hashtags. Cause if it's too vague, then like you don't really find that like niche community. Yeah. Like instead of doing coffee, I was like, oh, coffee San Antonio, because that was the the people that I was trying yeah. to bring to my business. So it was just like realizing those little details um that made a huge difference. What lessons have you taken away from these three years being a business owner? Oh man, so many like lessons just First of all, change, like change is inevitable, like change is going to happen regardless of whether you're very comfortable in one situation, like, or not. And that's another thing is like, you cannot get too comfortable because at any given moment, like they'll come and shut you down. Somebody will, you know, come and vandalize your business. Somebody will make a bad comment about your business. Somebody will leave a bad review on Google and it's just like, all of those things is like you cannot like you just can't get too comfortable in any situation. And it's like you got to be able to adapt to anything. And I mean, you and I know that, you know, we have to 
find a new spot if they shut us down or if something breaks down you gotta you know work real quick to fix it so yeah. that's one of the biggest lessons is just like change is inevitable and it's gonna happen you just gotta adapt to it yeah and you mentioned uh relocating i know that you've had to relocate a couple of times mm-hmm. when when you're faced with those situations what are your thoughts your feelings your emotions in that moment and how do you how do you get yourself out of your head to to be able to continue and move forward well so we've had to relocate twice the first time my mentality was very different because i was scared i was angry i was just like what's gonna happen i was very nervous to to have to find a new location because I was only in business for about a year and a half. And How did you find that location before we go? Um, so further? the original location was off of Zarzamora and Gillette. And honestly, we were just driving by and I had this thought like, oh, it's so close to, you know, Palo Alto and the new A&M campus. And I just thought like, oh, well, this would be a nice little corner because, you know, there's... The colleges are right there. Yeah, the colleges are there. We were next to a bakery. The park was across the street. So I thought like, oh, this would be a great location. Um, And it worked great for that first year and a half. Um, But yeah, so that's how I found that location was just driving by. And then, yeah, so when we had to relocate, um, I was just scared and I was like, what's going to happen? I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to have to shut down for a while. Um, So I was very scared. And surprisingly, I had a lot of community support that first time. Like a lot of my customers were just like, it's going to be okay. We're going to follow you. And, you know, that was the first time that I really realized that like, wow, like, you know, these, my customers, my friends, like the people that come Mm -hmm. all the time, like they really truly care and they believe in my product and in my business. So that really, you know, lit a fire under me and made me think like, Hey, you know what? Like, even if I have to move to another location, like I still believe that, um, we're going to be okay because based off of what the community is telling me, like, I think it's going to be good. So Then we found the location off of Carly, which is the corner lot on Carl. And we found that location because the owners of that lot directly uh, sent me a message. And actually, um, I think Jason from Gold, Gold Coffee, he had mentioned it to the lot owners. And I think he sent me a message too. And yeah, like I I got in contact with them and sure enough, they invited me over and it was further than I wanted to be originally, but it was just such a great location. Like just being off the highway and like the visibility and accessibility was just a great choice. So now you're having to relocate from that location. What's your mentality? What's your state of mind there? Man, so this time around, I was like, man, we're going to be good. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I I wasn't scared like that first time because I was like, you know what? Like, this is the the beauty of being mobile is the fact that you can get up and go whenever there's any sort of situation or any sort of, you know, anything going on is like, you know what? You just pack up and go somewhere else. And thankfully... I I feel a lot more confident in my business and I have a great like following like I love my followers I love my customers my friends and you know the people that hype me up and 
And of course, you know, when I had to shut down again, I posted this picture on uh, social media and everyone like right away was like, how can we help? What do you need? Come to this location, that location. And I was just like so overwhelmed with like gratitude, just like, wow, like so this time around, I I wasn't scared and I wasn't nervous. I was like, you know what? I'm going to find a new spot and we're going to be good. Yeah. Like, it's going to be good because... Girl, you've impacted <laughs> San Antonio. It's you crazy. you don't even know how much, know. but... <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And that's another thing. Like, I tell everybody, like, I don't know what I'm doing. And people don't believe me. I, I literally, like, I'm so impulsive. And sometimes, like, I do things on the spot, like... I'm like, I don't know, I ran out of this, but we can make it work. Like, it'll be fine. (laughs) But literally, I've never ran a business and I've never worked in a coffee shop. So I'm still learning every day, but I feel more confident. (laughs) I think that's a a perfect segue into uh, my next question. How has being your own boss evolved your personality mentally, emotionally, and maybe even physically? Man, being my own boss is just the greatest blessing that I've ever had. Like, and it, it sometimes it feels like everything just kind of fell into place and that I was kind of meant to be in this position because like I said, like my background in the service industry, my background in communications just kind of really like allowed me to become my own boss, basically. So it's just shifted me in a way that I can't even describe. Like, I feel so much stronger and so much more confident. Whereas, you know, had you met me three, four years ago, like, I wasn't going to speak up. I wasn't going to, like, speak my mind. I wasn't going to, you know, tell people what to do. I was just very, like, meek and shy and I was a little reckless too. I didn't really have the best, um, I don't know. I was a little reckless. Um, but it's just, it's made me more responsible. It's made me more confident and just more grateful for every single thing that I've been through in my life. And it's just a combination of so many different things. And I don't know. I, I think maybe I've always had this entrepreneurial spirit, but I never really expressed it. Like, I I remember from like a very young age, my dad told me this story. Like I used to have hamsters and I remember like hamsters, they, they have a lot of babies. Mm-hmm. So at one point I had over like a hundred hamsters and I was like, dad, let's go to the pulga and <laughs> we'll sell them. Girl! So we sold the hamsters <laughs> for $3 each. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Like I had a ton of hamsters and then I went and bought myself some shoes and I was like, wow. So I was like, I don't know, maybe I've just kind of had it in me since I was young, but it never really like came out until it hadn't until this flourished. Moment. Yeah, it never flourished until now. <laughs> and I'm like, what? That's so cool. <laughs> that is really cool. Do you have um, I, I mean, I know you mentioned uh, your family and at the beginning of the business, your, your ex-partner. But do you have a support system right now? And if so, what have they done to help you get through the tough times? Um, my biggest support is, is always my family, my, my mom and my dad, my niece. And then of course, just like my close circle of friends, like they just believed in me. Like they supported my business, which is such a big thing. Like they take pictures every time that they come to get coffee. And I'm just so grateful. Like they post pictures and, They've just really, well, my family, most of all, just kind of kept pushing me. 
you know, they, they don't speak English very well, but they just have like those encouraging words and they're just like, pues échale ganas, mija, y lo tienes que hacer. Y... Is this what your parents tell you? Yes. <laughs> and they're just... What do they say like, now that they've seen you uh, uh, running your business for three years already? Man, they're just, they're, I don't, they don't always say it, but they're, I can tell like they're, they're pretty proud. Like they're just, I think they just, are happy that their sacrifices of moving to another country were not in vain in vain yeah Yeah. like they were just like you know they they sacrificed a lot bringing us over here and it was because they wanted to give us a better life in this country and for me to just kind of take it on and and be an entrepreneur in this country is just I think it's a blessing and they're they're just happy to see it yeah and being a, a Latina I think they're just like, yeah, like, you know, you, you don't, you don't need a man, Adriana, like you can, yeah. you can go and do it yourself. And I'm just like, thank you so much. And I'm just very grateful for my dad for being the way that he is. And my mom being the strong minded woman that she is too. And it's just, it's, it's been such a blessing. I'm just so happy. So I think cool. I saw a quote the other day on Instagram. It was something about how uh, an immigrant's daughter is an immigrant, an immigrant's daughter's mentality is, is always different. And meaning like not to downplay anybody else, but mm-hmm. just when you come from immigrant parents, your mentality is really different. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's like you want to make them proud. I think that's just my biggest thing is like, I don't want their sacrifices to be in vain. And it's like, like I mentioned earlier, like I messed up a little bit when I was in my twenties and it was just, um, even though I had these hardships and I had these kind of obstacles put in place, like I did not want to let them down. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? And they never turned their back on you. No, they never did. You know, when I, when I needed them the most, they were there. So, you know, there was a time I, I didn't graduate college till I was like 27. Like I was much older and it was because I kind of like, wasn't so, focused but I just didn't want to let them down because they were like somebody in our family's gotta graduate <laughs> like <laughs> the boys aren't doing it come yeah. on you gotta do it <laughs> they were like come on like somebody's gotta do it so I was like you know what I, I have to like so I really pushed myself that last year because um, I was going to Texas State so I was commuting back and forth and I was working two jobs and it was just like it was crazy but it, it really was just I wanted to make them proud and I was like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna let them down I, I never worked in the communications field like professionally but I definitely um, I'm happy that I was able to finish my degree because I'm like here you go <laughs> that's for y'all something to check off the list yeah yeah <laughs> and now I'm just like well, I mean, it, it's helped me a lot in the business, so I'm happy that I went through it. <laughs> so 2022 has already had some challenges for you. I mean, we've talked about it, you know, the relocation, mm-hmm. first of all. Absolutely. Um, but moving forward, what do you see for yourself, for your business? What do you see? What do you envision? What are you manifesting? Um, At the moment, I am just definitely very excited for the future. I have a lot of projects in the works. Um, I'm working on a new trailer. So that's exciting. Look at you making boss babe moves. I'm so excited. It's, um, it's a work in process, but it's bigger. It's cuter. It's, is it going to be coffee or is it going to be something else? No, it's going to be coffee. 
It's it's going to be an upgraded version of it. And it's so cool because right now we're working on like gutting it and it's it's kind of like... So a, tell us more details. Okay, start from the beginning. <laughs> what is it? So, so Okay, so it is a vintage camper. Um, it is a 1963 Shasta camper. Um... It's really cute. It's got like this kind of asymmetrical canned ham look to it. Um, it's got like these little wing tips on the side. Um, it's a little bit bigger. So that's kind of my biggest thing is just we need more space because okay. my trailer is like a six by 10 or something. And it is so small. Like, I don't know how I fit three girls in there, but <laughs> sometimes we're just like shoulder to Nobody shoulder. Nobody move. Yeah. Everybody stay in your spot. I'm like, I got hot coffee behind you. Do not move. <laughs> But yeah, so we're we're all so excited for this new trailer, but we're hoping having it done by the summer. So keep an eye out for that. So is I mean, is the plan to to move into this one and and or then, have a second location or no, no? I think the plan is to just kind of completely replace the original, the itty bitty one? one, the itty bitty one, and then I don't know what I would do with that one. Everyone that I've mentioned it to is like two locations, two locations, and I'm like. <laughs> Whoa, 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 I can barely handle one. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, if you only knew. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but yeah, no, that's, um, that's, that's what I'm wanting to do is probably just replace it and then maybe fix up the, the one that I have now. Cause like I mentioned, I bought it off Craigslist and it's just, it needs a lot of work. It's not pretty. It's not cute. <laughs> it looks cute on the outside, but it's really not like there's so many things that need to be fixed. Um, but other than that, yeah, just working on new merchandise. We're coming up on our three year anniversary in April. So we're trying to have some new merch for then. Um, and then for the future, future, I don't know. I have always mentioned that I really want to get into coffee roasting and even just going into maybe different business ventures like I kind of brought up uh, I have this new hobby where I'm teaching myself how to bartend and I'm just like wow like maybe one day opening up a bar I don't know that'd be kind of fun hey mobile bars right now are a whole mobile thing too thing. yes I've been seeing it all over Instagram and I'm like and there's some say? really cute ideas like mm, horse trailers that are yes, converted into absolutely. mini bars and oh, little campers yeah girl the possibilities are endless possibilities are endless and you know now that I feel more confident with what I'm doing I'm like who's to say I couldn't go into another business venture like yes. I love being my own boss like <laughs> and I know that I can do it it's just a matter of putting in the work so yeah I have a lot of ideas for the future but it definitely involves being my own boss there you go <laughs> there you go well I'm so happy that you were able to come out here and that you were able to open up and share your story because I'm sure that this is going to inspire a lot of people who, who listen to this episode. And if you could give one piece of advice to anybody listening who is also um, maybe in the situation that you are something similar and wanting to wanting a change, um, wanting to do something for themselves, um, what would you say to them? Um, I would say just to really find something that makes you happy. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be a crazy idea. Um, but find something that really makes you happy and just focus on that. Like find ways that you can 
use that to make money or to, you know, help others or to do what is going to fulfill you and, and your soul. Like, it's just like, what's going to make you happy. And I think that's the most important thing is like, once you find it and you focus on it and you do it and like, it's just such a fulfilling thing. I don't know. It's just, yeah, just, just find what makes you happy. And, and don't worry about what anybody else has to say because everyone's always got something to say. <laughs> always got something to say. And usually it's not positive. It's not a, not always, but you know, let them say whatever they want and as long as you're happy that's that's the most important part. Thank you so much for visiting us. Thank you for sharing your story. What are your social media handles so that we can so that the people that are listening can follow you? absolutely and go try your coffee is, come on by we're always <laughs> there we are um at southbound coffee 210 that's on instagram facebook and we have a tiktok i don't make a lot of tiktoks but we're on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> so check out the few that we have <laughs> yeah check out the little videos um but yeah at southbound coffee 210 and if you want to come check us out, we are at 246 East Ceballos across the street from the Ceballos Lofts and down the street from Blue Star. So yeah, come check us out. We're there till 2 p.m. every day except Monday. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much for listening. Please, 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 please subscribe to the channel. Uh, share in your stories on your Instagram, on your Facebook, so other people can listen to this episode and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Have a good one. And this episode was brought to you by Savage Coffee, opening very soon in Alamo Ranch. Mwah.